Hello and welcome to this special edition of the Adoption and Fostering podcast. It's going to be a really short uh, podcast because it's just me on my own and no doubt we'll all get bored of me speaking. So I'm going to kind of try and keep it upbeat and try and keep on track. Um, Scott and I would normally do a sort of a news update in a few days or weeks, but just because of our schedules, I'm aware that it's probably going to be a few weeks before we get to chat again and put an intro on a podcast. So we just thought I'd do it now and put out a a little 10 minute update on the event that I went to today that I think is really interesting in the broader context of adoption. Uh, You know, on the eve of the government's response to the care review where it's really clear that adoption has sort of maybe the position of adoption has been reshuffled whereas you know we think about the 2019 election where adoption was put front and center as part of the government's policy to a position now where it's maybe been shifted not off stage but it's certainly not front and center as it was so today i went up to the house of lords which was fantastic always you know real great opportunity it feels like a real privilege to kind of get through some doors and you know meet what was the great and the good so it was a really well attended event and um, there's something going on in parliament so there was there was there was some sort of some of the politicians weren't managed didn't manage to get there um but there was lots of you know the great and the good of the adoption world so we had people like um Emily Frith from Adoption UK. We had all of the people from the CVA who'd put on the event, who'd commissioned the report. We had the likes of Jim Clifford, who was Professor Jim Clifford, who had, was kind of the primary author. We had Sarah Johal. Um, we had um, a whole raft of other people. I'm trying to think of all the names. Um, there was Hadik from My Adoption Family, which was really good, and um, people from Arc Adoption Northeast. Um, Satwinder from the IAC. So it was really good to kind of get a real measure of that alternative you know the cva which is the consortium of voluntary adoption agencies so there was there was a really good representation of of across the sector of people who were you know really well invested there was principal social workers from different local authorities and um yeah really interesting group of people Goran Bath were represented there. Lots of people there. So the report itself was, um, well, the link will be in all of the, the show notes, but it's, you know, it's called A Home for Me. And it's a comparative review of the value of different forms of permanence for children, including adoption, special guardianship arrangements and fostering. Um, and it's a report for the Consortium of Voluntary Adoption Agencies, as I said. Now, it came out in November 2022, but today was a formal launch. Um, as I say, it was really well attended. Um, there was trustees from the CVA as well as uh, representatives of different look, different different uh, voluntary agencies. Uh, and so there was a few people spoke, including um, uh, an adopted adult uh, who was uh, on one of the trustees for Adoption Matters, a guy called Josh. So the report itself was actually quite an academic report, and it was you know trying to bring it comparisons. It was um, you know it's got mixed, uh, a robust mixed method. Um, kind of methodology um it was trying to find an objective narrative and it was also trying to pull out stories um in relation to adoption to try and make sense of some of those narratives um it there was kind of a i mean from my point of view having read the report and having listened to people who read the report some of the language was was quite academic so it felt like it was it was a it sort of raises the question in my head about who is this report for uh, if it's for the accountants in a local authority setting then it felt like well the tone seemed right because it was a lot of emphasis on financial um and the language those are probably the headline figures 
I'll, you know, I'll read I'll read out the uh, some parts from the executive summary here. So we've got the analysis revealed that at least 4.2 billion in value was generated across England, Wales, and Scotland in 2021, when 3,359 children were adopted, including savings of 3.6 billion to local authorities, uh, 541 million to the economy, and 34 million to the NHS. The modelling, which compared the outcomes of children who were adopted with those in other permanent arrangements, found that the value created for adopted children, families and societies, at least 1.3 million for every child adopted. Now that may be true, but it does feel like an accountant's written it. And in the kind of context that we're in, where adoption is being questioned by a lot of voices that are reflecting back what's happened and how that is, you know, how the, the, the tendrils of that remain in some ways present in the current system, or the, you know, they, they echo parts of the the way we carry out adoption now that doesn't necessarily feel like the argument we want to be having about whether it saves money and in fact i guess my concern in relation to the report because i think it's true you know there's not there's no doubting about the facts that there are true but my question is always well are we not just is this not are we not giving bullets to the guns of people who say well as we always thought this is just about money i don't think it is just about money but i think that this report could be spun that way. I don't think it's that's not what it's achieving, and that's not certainly not what it's saying. It's trying to give a holistic view, but I think people who've who, you know, the naysayers are going to naysay, and that this will be you know bullets for their guns, as it were. Um, just to re- read a little bit more from the executive summary, adoption is only right for a small number of children who cannot remain with their birth families. Yeah, get that. Yet the scale of the benefits it brings to children and society as a whole appear to be declining year on year as the number of children being placed for adoption falls. Despite policy support of adoption introduced over the last decade, the number of children adopted peaked in England in 2015 at 5,360 and has since fallen to 2,950 in 2022 um yeah and that i guess the bit that's missing from there is that the government spent tens if not hundreds of millions on recruitment and invested into the system um and yet the system is kind of going down so am i adding a narrative that's not there yes i am but actually this is important stuff because actually what it raises big questions about what is the future of adoption? So there was a few people came on and, you know, you can read the report yourself and there's some interesting recommendations that back report. Uh, one of them is about, you know, the, the stuff that we talk about all the time is that we need to revisit the understanding and practice of birth family contact, which I think, you know, we would maybe reframe as maintaining family links. And that was really, you know, some of the speakers spoke about that. We had... Um, uh, Justice Judd, who's um, from the family Divi- family court division, and she's the lead judge for a upcoming adoption report. Now I spoke to her afterwards, and she said she'd come on the podcast, or she'd have to ask her boss, which is she sits underneath Justice McFarlane, who is the head of the family court division. So she seemed really keen to come on and kind of share what they think. And I think the voices of judges are not ones we often hear, other than in judgment. So I'd be really interested to see that in in relation to what comes out of there. Um, but she was talking about that. One of the things that she reflected, which I thought was really interesting, was that she said that adoption has had these moments where it needs to adapt because actually it it needs to keep up with society. And I think that we're at that pivotal moment where um, 
uh, which again was raised in the questions at the end by Sarah Jahal saying that actually this is a pivotal moment where we think about maintaining family links, that actually the system systems need to move forwards and catch up with that. So it was really interesting that that was reflected in one of the recommendations. Um, another recommendation is that what actions are needed to consider to ensure the SGOs provide the support that other forms of permits can provide, which is interesting because the, the, the report is about all three, but actually it feels quite focused towards adoption. Um, the third one is that we need to evaluate the long-term outcomes of children in SGOs. Well, uh, yeah, I totally get that. Um, review and reframe how permanent decisions can be taken for children. Again, yeah, I think that is an, an issue where we've got who is ma- who are making those decisions because they're not often made at, at ju- judicial level, often they're made at team level. So it can be down to the child social worker in discussion with you know people like the Guardian, Ad Litem, um, the inter- independent reviewing officer, if they remain, seeing what the care review says or the response says. Um, that we need to develop the insight of Guardian's Ad Litem, which we sort of said. Um, and I think the other thing that was reflected was that we need to continue to explore and develop and collaborate between voluntary and statutory services. And I think one of the one of another thing that was highlighted is the the negative impact of um, voluntary of the you know of the RAAs on the voluntary sector and how that's impacted. And we've seen a few you know voluntary one voluntary services go under. Um, it was a really interesting day, and um, I would have loved to have been able to record interviews with people, but it just didn't. They, they actually took my microphone off me when I was trying to get in, um, and I would have got some interesting because I had some fast fantastic conversations with people like Satwinder, um, Jim Clifford. Emily Frith from Adoption UK I had some really good conversations. Um, Bev um, uh, um, from the Family Justice Observatory, really fantastic conversation. People are really keen to come on and talk. Um, I think that the the takeaway from this really is that uh, adoption is having to reframe itself, and I think that we need to to do, do that. I sort of talked to a few people at the end and said, look, from my point of view. No one's disputing the numbers. No one, you know, there's no one who's coming away going, oh, actually, it doesn't add up financially, adoption. Uh, and I think every adoptive parent in the land would say that, that, you know, that, that it, this is a good value for the state. Um, and, you know, children's outcomes for children, you know, if I'm doing air quotes, outcomes for children, um, feel like a really rudimentary way of measuring that in terms of finance. But actually for children, this, this they get something else. Um, you know, there's a strong emphasis on adoption is only right for those children it's right for. And I think that was, again, one of the, the themes. So it, feel, it felt like, it felt really odd in the sense that the report itself feels quite technical, um, quite um, cold. Um, it feels like it's a report for people in the industry, but actually if you're an adoptive parent or a birth parent or an adopted person, reading this, it feels quite impersonal it feels like this is not for me and um just at the end we were talking um, with a few people and we we're talking about well actually what does that um you know what are we you know what are we communicating um to you know to the community um um and how do we make sure that we we get across a message that actually means something because actually I think it was it's got lots of interesting stuff there and I think that we we would really benefit from reframing some of that language around adoption 
um, rather than permanency, are we talking about belonging? That that we need to win hearts and minds, and this report isn't going to win hearts and minds. It might win purses and purses and pockets, but actually, if we want adoption to be something that's meaningful in the future, that we want something to be that is an, an option for a very specific group of children, then we perhaps need to do a PR job on it and to, to talk about the ethics and the values and talk about belonging, and talk about it in terms of a new paradigm where the doors are open to families so that children are not, there's, that severance is reduced to the very bare minimum, and children are able to grow up in communities where they belong, and that fosters all of the improvements that this report is really highlighting. So maybe this is the start of something, maybe this is the start of a new conversation, Um Maybe it is, you know, a report that can be built upon to start to have those questions. It sort of harks back to the, you know, the British Association of Social Workers report, which is probably next like seven years old now, um, by uh, uh, Brid Featherston and uh, I've forgotten her name. That really embarrassing. So the, by the, the, the those um, sort of eminent professors, social workers, and came out in. Re- response to kind of this ethic what are the ethics of social work because I think we need to embrace that stuff as well as this financial stuff and show people that there is a model going forwards that where the, there is something that can be offered to children that means that they lose the very bare minimum um, but gain the very most for children who have experienced high levels of adversity um, have, have have really complicated narratives and that we do everything and we to support a healthy identity coming out of that. Well, that feels like a, me preaching there, and um, it's not very often I get to talk for that long without Scott interrupting. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, we've got a really interesting podcast coming up, really exciting. We've we spoke to people, uh, the guys from Adoption Counts, and they're coming and they're going to speak. Recently, we spoke to Family Futures. Um, So, yeah, lots of really good podcasts coming up. Um, So look after yourselves, and thank you very much for listening.